I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi family, welcome to Live Your Best Life. I am Liz Wright and this show is all about empowering you. Everybody I bring on it, everything I share as Holy Spirit leads me, it's about empowering you in your deep, intimate connection with Jesus so that your true life in Jesus is authentic and you begin to be increasingly empowered to live out of who you truly are in him, that the world would no longer define your identity, your your history so far to this point in your life would not define you and overwhelm you, but actually your relationship with Jesus would be the true wellspring of life, the source of power in who you are, the strength you live out of. So that said, today I have with me on the show one of my favorite people on the planet. He is my brother in the Lord. He is an international prophet. He's a voice right now that the Lord has raised up for such a time as this because his life is what I've just described. It's, it's truly a life of devotion, adoration, intimacy, his language. The Holy Spirit's all over it at the moment because the hour we're in is an, an hour where Jesus is, his palpable desire for intimacy with us is what's coming out. And so many people all over the world, as my guest is about to share with you, are there, people are feeling this drawing, this drawing into, like never before, um, into back to the feet of Jesus. So all of that said, I want to introduce my guest today, the most precious brother, that one of my most precious brothers in the world, the amazing Eric Gilmore. Thank you so much for being with me, Eric. It's just a joy to see you and to, I know that the treasures that are in you are going to bring life to the body of Christ right now because they're coming from an authentic connection mm. that, you know, in the previous show you were telling us about. And if you guys haven't heard the previous show, we, we encourage you to access that. Um, it, 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 that the nuggets that you share, Eric, are life transforming, particularly in our capacity to protect our connection, to enter into that place of experiential love affair with Jesus and then to protect it, you know, in a, in a very simple way, but that is life transforming is the way we were created to live, right? Yes. So would you share with us, I want to get inside your relationship with Jesus. I know there's lots of people out there saying, how, how? Do you live like this? You know, how do I get from where I am, completely exhausted, terrified, overwhelmed, in pain, whatever's going on in people's worlds? How do I get there from into this into this place of of adoration, devotion? And I know that you've shared some with us already, but would you take us deeper into whatever the Holy Spirit put, puts in your heart about this this life of devotion, of adoration, and the fruit of it? Oh. Beautiful. I, I don't know a better teacher of these things than, than you are. And I'll grab a hold of, of what you're talking about. In Revelation chapter 1, there's a scene that I think really explains what we're wanting to communicate. Mm -hmm. John says that when he saw the Lord, it's verse 17 of the first chapter, when I saw him, I fell at his feet. Oh, come on. 
as a dead man. This hit me really hard because it's the vision of the man, Christ Jesus, the love of our lives, the bridegroom himself, seeing him that causes us to go straight to our proper dwelling place, which is the feet of the Lord. And here he says that when he fell, he fell like a dead man, which shows me that everything loses its power, becomes powerless at the vision of Jesus and bringing us to the feet of Jesus. So I feel like those that are struggling in their lives need a fresh vision of Jesus. I feel like the greatest thing that could happen in the church right now is that we would have a vision of Christ in his beauty that would cause us to fall to the feet of Jesus, our proper place, and have all the things that have been plaguing us become powerless at his feet. I know in your life, your daily looking unto Jesus is how you live, because I know you. Yeah. And uh, and I could say it's the same for me. Yes. That it's a daily looking. Yes. Gives me a daily living. And I fail to live to the exact degree that I fail to look. And my living suffers in exact proportion to the suffering of my looking. Charles Spurgeon said, there is no reason why I should look away. But there are a million reasons why I should not. And what this means is that you can't find anything in the world that is more valuable to look at than Jesus. But there are a million things that go wrong when we choose not to look at him. So to say the statement again, which is so precious, there is no reason why I should look away, but there are a million reasons why I should not. Because in looking, we receive life. And to me, this is the key. Every single day, as the scriptures tell us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It shows us that he begins our faith and he brings it all the way to completion by simply turning our attention to him, gazing upon him. It's just amazing. And I loved, I mean, I loved everything you just said what Holy Spirit just went into me, like the nugget that just transferred for my life, was that as we see him in his resurrected glory, as we see the King of Kings, everything else drops, falls away. The power of who he is, the majesty of who he is, the supreme creator, when we see him like that, the world grows strangely dim. The things that have overwhelmed us are suddenly powerless because he's God and there is no other. And we're seeing him and the power of that revelation that hits our spirit is completely transformational. You know, Eric, just sharing a little bit here, what you've just said, you know, I didn't, I, when I first came into the kingdom, as you know, I came into the kingdom of God through a physical visitation from the resurrected Jesus Christ. And I share this, some people out there will have heard this before, but I share it because as we start to testify 
that realm of faith begins to open up, that realm of his presence begins to open up and there's impartation and there's activation that happens. And I'd love when I finish sharing this, Eric, could I ask you to share one of your own encounters, yes. you know, where Jesus is just how he's been for you in your life that's changed you in one encounter because i know it's it's the spirit of prophecy right the testimony of jesus and it just i'm just feeling that in the spirit it's so powerful to open that up you know to just bring his presence even more but when i when i came in you know and i it's exactly what you've just said you know i was a broken mess completely mm. overwhelmed in the middle of an abusive previous marriage, you know, an abusive relationship, all this stuff of life that I was surviving. I was, anyway, that's not the point right now, but the context of it was I was completely broken. And when Jesus came and stood in front of me in person and I saw God in, wow. Man. Yeah. I saw him and the glory of who he is shone into me and completely transformed me. I was terrified in the first few seconds. Mm -hmm. I was terrified. I fell on my knees. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't look at him because of his holiness and purity. Wow. I couldn't look at him. And then within split seconds, because there was, he was radiating, like coming from his eyes and his face was the glory of who he is, of God's nature. It was crashing through me and I was wrecked by his love, completely transformed, made whole. Everything that had happened to me until that point in my life was just dissolved, was gone, didn't exist anymore. The old nature was gone. Behold, I make all things new. But it's exactly what you said. I came out of that experience, Eric, and just to encourage you family out there, same Jesus for all of us. And this is the invitation this hour. He wants us to know him in his yeah. sovereignty, in his kingship, in his majesty, to receive courage and power for our lives. And to, But more importantly than ever, we are his forever, right? We're his bride. Like you used in the previous show, you know, the illustration of, of your marriage you know we are the counterpart of god forever he's yes. dropping this into our spirit at the moment like bringing it alive we say this language i sit with him like you do eric and i go just blast this truth into me let me live out of the power of one drop of understanding that comes with that word <laughs> we are the bride of the living god forever to co-reign and forever it's mind-blowing but I can testify as one that has stood before him. I came out of that experience and I was love. Mm -hmm. I had had the infusion of his nature so comprehensively yeah. that I dripped the nature of God, not by anything I've done. I didn't deserve that. That's mercy because we are his beloved. Yes. That's his grace and same Jesus for everybody. You know, so... I came out of that. I couldn't see the sin in other people, Eric. I yes. couldn't see it. Right. I'd gone from fear-driven risk managing my life, mm -hmm. you know, to stop abuse, to radiating God without fear of abuse, yeah. without fear, because I knew I'd stood in front of the living God. And so the pressures and the stress, which were intense, you know, were, they couldn't touch me. 
Yeah. It couldn't touch me. I was in love, lovesick, like you're the name of one of your books. I was lovesick for God. I was obsessed, consumed, of course, because I'd seen him. I tried all the trinkets of the world and they didn't hold me anymore. I'm like, truth is just crashing on my life. That's the end of my life as I've known it. End of. It wasn't even a choice. It was just a transformation and that was it. So, so these are the encounters available to us right now. So please, would you share with us one of your treasures, if you wouldn't mind? Sure. Uh, this is holy ground and family. You know, we, we treat these treasures with honor because it just draws strength from it. This is the, these are, we're sharing the secret treasures of our life to, because we love you and we want, we want the whole body to rise up strong. We love Jesus and we can feel his heart. Yes. So we, we listen with tremendous honor because we know this is what Jesus is doing in you, Eric. Yeah. So I was once in a lockup in a cabin. A lockup is a, a time of seclusion. And so I went into this cabin to be alone with the Lord. And there he manifested himself to me in the midst of worship. And what happened in the moment that he manifested himself to me was I had two things instantaneously overwhelm me. Number one, how badly I needed him to take my sins from me. And number two, how I did not want to live here anymore. I wanted to go be with him. And so I would say these two things in the midst of the encounter through tears. I'd say, oh, take my sins away and take me with you. And I felt as if he was showing me that this is the essence of Maranatha. Uh, Maranatha is a cry to be with him forever, uh, showing us that this world is not enough to hold us back from him. If you remember Revelation twenty-two seventeen, the spirit and the bride, they say, come. And this longing inside of the bride, united with the person of the spirit, is saying, come, meaning you are better than anything here. And so that's what I felt when I saw him. A Maranatha happened to me. I want to be with you. I love my wife. I love my kids. Cool. The Lord has blessed my life. But in this moment, he was like a giant magnet pulling every one of my desires towards himself. And I found the reason why I live, the reason why I exist was to have him. And in that moment, it was such a real uh, feeling that I was overwhelmed in longing to be with him. And what happened was when the encounter ended, the next couple of days. Wow. The next couple of days, I just randomly would break down, just walking through the hallway or just um, doing some random thing around the house. My heart would just break open and I'd just begin to just worship the Lord and say, I long for you. I long for you. It was such a deep gash inside of my heart that I felt as if I was bleeding 
like an open wound of love uh, that I had been pierced by God and I could feel a, a sickness of love that lasted for days. Um, and I think that this is uh, available to anyone who will give him time just to look at him. And these things, I think, begin to happen and they rip us away from two things, the world yeah. and all that the world can give to us and ourselves our self-preoccupation, our self-centeredness, our self-focus, our selfishness, just we're ripped away from these things that uh, we have known so much, the world and ourselves, by seeing him. And I think that's exactly what you were saying when you saw him and you fell. John saw him and he fell, recognizing everything, even his own person became powerless (laughs) next to the vision of this man that we love, Jesus. Yeah, everything else comes into its proper perspective, its proper place, and it doesn't hold us anymore. That's so holy, Eric. You can feel his heart when you're speaking. Mm. And the desire in his heart for all of us to know this, to to taste this ourselves, Mm -hmm. and to live with that ignited heart that's lovesick to the king, to love him in the manner that he is worthy. We're not capable of doing in our own strength. That's Holy Spirit's work, right? He helps us love the one, love God in the manner in which he's worthy. We want to in the tiny, tiny attempts of our heart to love him. We want to, all of us want to, but many of us are not there, you know, not there. And you've been so blessed with, that experience and then we are blessed with the testimony of it because we now can grab that invitation and go in would you pray would you pray for the family eric and just just go with whatever jesus shows you whatever this is a holy moment for all of us i feel it to come in to really come into this next level. And for many of you out there, I know, you know, even hunger for God, even you want to desire, but you don't. And it's okay to be real. You know, like you were saying before, you you come into Jesus' presence and you're real. You know, through the day when you're cooking for the kids or whatever, you're just real. Help me to love you, Jesus. Help me to believe in you, Jesus. Help me to feel you, Jesus. Help me, you know, and he will. That's Holy Spirit's work. And this is, this is the hour we're in, like never before, to just, we're going to become, I don't just know it, and I'm sure you're the same, Eric. We're just going to come forth so obsessed with him, so in love with him. Shining just becomes the reality of our expression yes. of the nature we're engaging 24-7. Yeah. Know his virtue filling us as we gaze. Mm-hmm. So your message is so important. It's how you've got the keys and the language from him. Thank you, Jesus, for gazing. So, so, so that it can reproduce across the body of Christ exponentially because yeah. it's yeah. vital. And it's where we're headed, right? Human history wraps up with a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's going on in life, this is the purpose of human history. He's yeah. bringing forth the people. To go reign forever that look like him. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So will you take us in? Just take us in and pray as you feel as we close out this show. 
so amazing to be with you. Thank you. It's amazing to be with you as well. (laughs) Father, thank you for Jesus. And right now I'm asking that the Holy Spirit will be sent into the heart of every believer and that there would be a bursting up of the love of God, even as Romans 5.5 tells us, that the love of God is shed abroad, bursting out of the heart by the Holy Spirit. I pray, send the Holy Ghost freshly in every open heart to receive fresh love for Jesus. Father, I also ask you that there would be a burning, jealous desire for you, a burning jealousy for time with you, that each viewer would find themselves with a ruthless uh, devotion. I will be with you. You are first. You take first priority. I pray for a burning, jealous desire to rise up in each person, to cut out time to sit with you, and to remain connected with you throughout the day. I pray that we would redefine in our minds what sin is. We would say that refusing to sin is inferior to refusing to depart, that we would choose to cling to you in everything that we do and sing to you throughout our day. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. That phrase you just said, Eric, about sin and departing, Mm. that it's inferior to actually departing from him because obviously it's in his presence that transformation happens. He's not risk managing our sin, right? (laughs) When I was with him, he didn't give me a list of sins. We didn't discuss it. Yeah. He just loved me with the full ferocity of God and I was transformed. That's beautiful. The gospel, that's the gospel. I amen to everything you just shared. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for all that you shared. And family, just if you know people that need this content, we just really encourage you, let's try and get this program going viral. It contains powerful life transforming keys in such a strong presence of the Lord. So please remember just to rate, review, subscribe and share on your social media content. And if you need nourishment, like tools that are going to help you right now in your relationship with Jesus, I encourage you just go on to Sonship IT. Is it Sonship IT? ntl.org eric yes that's where you can get eric's material his books are literally living word as he's sitting scribing the word of god as he's writing them from his place of union with jesus so yeah just so stay with him we encourage you just listen to this program again feed your spirit this is the time to come back to jesus feet we're going to shine like never before we're coming out of this whole thing radiant looking like him So thank you for joining us today. We bless you in your walk with Jesus as a new creation in him and look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless.